Hi, welcome everyone. This is uh, Emmanuel Zavios, your body code practitioner out here in Layton, Utah. Uh, it is May 28th, it's episode 14, and we are doing a question and answer. For those of you who are part of the Inside Out coaching program, you guys would definitely benefit from this because I took your questions. Those of you who are transformational coaches, also uh, body code practitioners, and just wanted to sum it all up, answer it all in one podcast so you guys can uh, just take some notes, and for those of you who are not in the Inside Out coaching program, uh, it's something definitely, definitely look into. Um, who is, you know, basically an institute where transformational coaches and energy healers are coming together, especially, especially emotion and body code practitioners are coming together, and they're distributing the information of the you versus you, which is um, a workbook designed by Todd Cahill and the book that he wrote called. Uh, you versus you that was one of the top Amazon bestsellers he was also recently on CBS ABC on Forbes and basically creating an amazing coaching program that really focuses on transformational changes with your conscious brain then combine it with with the most advanced healing modality which is the motion code and body code and creating a home for those people to help out others all over the world. Imagine if you already had a curriculum as a transformational coach that's already getting worldwide publications about it. And on top of that, you have a healer working with you side by side to make sure that your clients are having the best results. That's what Inside Out Institute is all about. And so I want to definitely get into it here and just basically answer a couple of questions that have been asked here. And so, uh, and I'll be mentioning your name here too. I promise I'll do that. But uh, let's start with the first one here. So it's Elaine Herman. Uh, and I'm going to make these answers pretty short, just short, concise. Um, and I really want to um, preface that, yes, can you get more information about these things? Sure. Um, but I just wanted to give you something that's very exact, very precise. Um, so that way we can get all the questions answered. So with Elaine, she said, I'm thinking about focusing on breakup rejection trauma. Can you share info on removing soul ties or heartstrings? So those are, um, it's very, very common. The The most common word in the body code is, is cords. Everyone has these cords. What's interesting is my mentor uh, recently told me, uh, she said that it's really important that with cords before, we used to create new healthy heart-to-heart cord. So if it's somebody that you want to continue a relationship with back in the day, uh, in the body code, you would say create a new cord so, or move the cord. An unhealthy cord is a gut-to-gut cord. Um, a very healthy cord uh, is heart-to-heart. Now, recently, she told me that the problem is is that we're very unpredictable with our energies. So if you wanted to move on from a relationship, obviously you would cut off the cord. But what I would, to my surprise was even if you wanted to continue a relationship with someone, it's better to not have cords. It's better just to kind of not be connected to anyone and keep your energies in peace, which is really interesting. Uh, also, you may want to do sessions where he says, you know, you know, what energies did I absorb from this person during our relationship? What energies do I share with this person? Another one would be, I have complete peace with how I was treated in this relationship. Or did I create some negative philosophies coming from this relationship? Those are, those are a couple of examples of things you can say 
to kind of really help you bury the past. And so hopefully that helps you out. Uh, those are just a couple of sample sessions that I would recommend. Um, also, that's, that was from Elaine Herman there, and uh, she's a practitioner. Also, uh, Jennifer Ford, um, also part of the Inside, in, uh, Inside Out Institute, uh, she said feeling worthy. I think one of the things is um, statements in the body code are very, very powerful. So, for example, you can say, I am worthy of everything I believe I deserve. And then just kind of check your percentage to see how much your body believes that. If your body says, you know, 26.2%, we got some problems. We should move that to 100%. Also, uh, you can also, one of my favorite ones is, uh, you know, I love myself unconditionally. And that's a very, very powerful one. Or is there any imbalances preventing me from seeing how my creator sees me? Um, I remember reading something in the uh, Old Testament that um, it, it talks about kind of like, it did some commentary about like, you know, if the creator knew that these people were going to fall away, like they were going to become king but then they would like not do well or like Solomon. And then like at the last days they said, you know, supposedly he might've had dementia or, you know, um, why? And then, and then do things that, you know, were it right. Or David, for example, why did he still give it to them? And I, I remember it saying that God sees us like always of who we can be in the, in the best view. So even if you're a criminal or you're going through horrible things, um, he still sees you as the best version of you at all times. So that's why I asked that question. It's like, are there any imbalances preventing me from seeing myself the way that the creator sees me? We, we might be surprised. The, you know, your higher self's like, oh yeah, you, you definitely need to remove these, 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 these here. That way you can finally see how the creator sees you. That might also make you feel more worthy. So I think the creator is all about making you feel worthy and getting you to that point. Uh, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Um, but yeah, definitely any statement about worthiness would definitely help out in just checking percentages. Okay, so with um, Melissa uh, Straka, who's an amazing uh, leadership coach, um, she says, uh, people like and trust me, making sure my heart wall is still doing okay. So yeah, so you, you can continue to do um, more sessions in regards to like, um, are there any imbalances that offend people? Uh, or are there any imbalances that um, I'm projecting out there that people treat me a certain way? Or are there any imbalances that are not making people like me faster? Things like that. So it's really all just about your question, guys. It's, that's what I love about the body code. Like sometimes um, we have been coached as practitioners and we kind of make it a little bit too hard on ourselves and we go, it has to be said a certain way to an extent. You know, every adjective or verb you do put in a sentence does make a difference. But at the end of the day, if you have no way to word it, you could be like, are there any imbalances that are causing me to blank? Again, are there any imbalances that in my body that are causing me to feel this or to experience this? That's a really, really simple question. That's an, I would write that down. Are there any imbalances that are causing this? That could be this symptom, this physical symptom, this emotional symptom. That uh, Are there any imbalances that are causing people to sabotage my work? Are there any imbalances that are preventing me from moving forward in this relationship? Are there any imbalances that are, you know, just keep it that simple. You'll be very surprised how much work you can do there. Um, and as, for, as long as the heart wall too, is it possible you can create new heart walls? And the answer is yes. And so obviously we want to avoid... Um, heart wall symptoms, but um, 
remember, it's protecting your heart from breaking. So you kind of don't want your body not to create any more heart walls because there's going to be times you just really can't prevent a death in the family, lose your job. I mean, at the end of the day, you want your heart to be protected. So Melissa, basically, um, you can create a shield around you, which uh, you, you can just kind of swipe over your head and say, I'm now placing a shield over myself. It covers my whole entire body. It um, doesn't allow negative energies in, only allows love and positive energies in. And um, it's you know covering me completely and it's permanent. Those are a couple basic descriptions of a shield you can put on yourself and it'll block negative energy so you don't absorb or share as many uh, energies. But at the end of the day, again, there might be some tragedies that might happen. So you can always, I, I always suggest people to um, to learn muscle testing on a very simple basis. Just learn some very simple muscle testing methods uh, and just ask, do I still have a heart wall? Yes, you do. Okay, great. Is it in column A? No. Is it in column B? Oh, there we go. Column B. Is it an even? No. Is it an odd? Okay, there it is. All right, let's just, do I need to know the age actually where this heart wall came from? Well, look, your body says no. Just remove it. If your body says no, that's all it needs is the emotion, then just release it. So that's, um, you're, you're, we're going to have, I've definitely re-cleared my heart wall multiple times. Now, did it take as long as four or five sessions or three or four sessions? And the answer is no. It's just, you know, kind of cleaning up a little bit. Maybe once a month you might want to check, do I have a heart wall that I made and just remove it. Now with Thomas, he said, um, retired in a career transition, live in Tampa, Florida. How do you deal with people who have a body code session with you but claim it's made no difference so that can happen and the um obviously that's not the case for thomas here him and i have have talked before and he's told me his amazing results um but um yeah you would definitely uh there's a couple of things that could be happening number one the person has a resistance to healing which there's a pdf on discover healing and you have to go there and and buy it and, and do that um, the second thing you need to do is you need to um, you need to also check if you're do you feel safe in general healing, and the third thing that it might be is like an inner child issue. So sometimes as an inner child, uh, you have an inner child inside of you. All of us do. Most of them, I would say, ninety percent of them are unhappy. We we've been unheard at some point in our life, and it's almost like a like part of like let's say you were a country texas kind of just split from you and kind of floated away and that's like the inner child it's like parts of your subconscious have been moved and the only way to access those energies is to tap into the inner child and then as you're working on the inner child slowly texas is coming back to the country that's kind of the best way i could explain it um but long story short it's very very rare that um that it's because of the inner child that's causing it so usually it's just there's a reason why you have a resistance to healing or you're not safe healing. And those are both body code sessions. And then lastly, uh, an inner child thing. So it's kind of, um, you know, if people say they're not, they haven't felt the difference. Um, if for some reason you're starting new, sometimes your muscle testing might be off. And so it may take some time to learn muscle testing first and get it really down. Uh, that could be it. If it's not, if it's someone who they're saying this and they're very experienced, it's probably one of those three things. Okay, love the inner child stuff. Creative insecurities being released. That was Tanisha. Great comment. Uh, so she does love the inner child stuff. It is very powerful. It's not talked about too much. Uh, there should be more uh, things coming out in regards to that. And creative insecurity is a wonderful one. That one um, is actually one of my favorite trapped emotions uh, for you to release, which is basically 
it it allows your gifts and talents to come out more readily and it um, is probably the number one cause why people stay broke is due to the fact that they have a lot of these guys creative insecurity energies uh, and, and if they're inherited even worse because that means someone in your family line uh, felt very insecure to release their creativity um, so Karina said are there any self-defeating behaviors that keep you stuck uh, so there's a lot of those um, in the body code um, and here's the thing is I think in every way, energies are self-defeating. All energies that are inside of our body that are negative are all self-defeating. Now, and then these energies create the behavior. Uh, so if that makes sense. So it's not like that there's a behavior energy in your body. It's these energies that make you feel a certain way. And basically, our life is based on feeling. If you want to go on vacation, why do we go on vacation? Because we want to feel what? Adventurous. Why do you buy a big home? Because you want to feel wealthy, you know? So it's like everything is based on like feeling, feeling, feeling. It's the same way too. There's certain negative energies in your body that make you feel a certain way. So then you behave a certain way. Um, so post-hypnotic suggestions, which are hypnotized statements, uh, can cause that. Despair anchors, which is like a negative statement. You're always looking for something to be true. Like people cheat on me. It's like you're kind of like always looking for people to cheat on you. So that obviously affects your behavior. So yeah, hopefully that helps out, Karina, is that um, yeah, these are all either amazing coaches or they're um, transformational coaches or these are people that are practitioners. So this is kind of exciting. I'm kind of in, uh, having the elite kind of ask me questions here. And so um, if you have any questions about the Inside Out program, definitely email my wife, uh, schedule my healing at gmail.com. We can send you some more information about this, uh, this institute that's uh, kind of on the rise right now. Um, anyway, so so the next one would be Kristen Morley, fear of success or fear of failure. Again, um, those are very, very common. Um, and I would read books on fear of success and people who have fear of failure. Um, people, there's a book called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway, but I believe a, a sister named uh, something Jennings, I think Susan Jennings, I'm not sure. But Fear of Failure, um, that's a book that I read. Uh, fear of success. There's also a really powerful audiobook that I highly recommend everyone, which is called um, Maximum Confidence by Jack Canfield. Such an amazing audio. It was like six CDs in, back in the day, and no other audio has impacted me more than that one. So it's good to like read things about like fear of success, like to embrace success. Trust me, there's books out there also. So it's good to have the mindset, kind of the conscious brain, as as Todd would teach. You know, you versus you. But it's also good to do the subconscious work too. Are there any imbalances that make me fear success? Are there any imbalances that make me um, have fear of failure? And then get with your body code practitioner. Obviously, Kristen, Mor Kristen Morley is a, is a top emotion code body code practitioner. So, um, you know, you can work on yourself or you can wait on me to help you out with that. So, um, Darcel Tompkins, um, releasing mental energies, no will to broadcast messages, etc. They're so paralyzing. Definitely. Yeah. So there's some pretty um, intense energies in the body code that we need to remove. She's talking about the no will to energies, which um, basically means it's like an energy creator where you say like, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore. So it could be, for example, like no will to, um, no will to listen or no will to heal or be healed. And these energies are very strong. Some of them even create leg issues. I know, remember, no will to live. I remember back in the day, that one typically affects the legs. So sometimes when I'm working with clients and they 
Their leg, they have leg problems. Uh, no will to live was usually taken out. Broadcast messages, those are messages that you send out. I like to say that you're wearing a shirt and people are reading it. And because of that, they act a certain way towards you. People who are in abusive relationships, um, that's you know, it's almost like they're wearing a kick me shirt. And they don't know why people keep abusing them. There, You could have a broadcast message. Uh, I remember I worked with someone recently. Yeah, it was an older client. Yeah, and his body wanted to work on child abuse. And I remember something where it said like, okay, actually, here's a better example. Um, there's a, um, a lady that I worked with that her daughter was going through a divorce with a very, very nasty guy. She liked him at first, let's just say, as always. And then at the end, not so much. And she said, uh, oh, uh, there she had a broadcast message of get away. And I, and I asked, I'm like, what did that solidify in your head? And it was exactly the time during the what? The divorce. So in her mind, she was thinking, like, get this guy away. Get away. Like, get away from my daughter. Right? But now she had a shirt on that said get away. And from then on, uh, when people are around her, she wanted to fix a relationship uh, with, I believe, her middle daughter, I believe. And um, obviously, the shirt of get away specifically offended her middle daughter could be offending many many other people too but when i was saying like how can we help out your relationship with your middle daughter that's what came up is this broadcast message to remove so yes they are definitely paralyzing um and they make you wonder like why is this happening to me probably any anything that's offensive or broadcasting to people and obviously we have to deal with people yeah they could be very paralyzing so great point darcel um Ashley LeBlanc said goal setting and the blocks that can occur and why. Yeah, so long story short is um, there's a guide called the Abundance Guide. Uh, if anyone has any wants any of these guides like Resistance to Heal or Abundance Guide or Relationship Resonance Programs, um, these you can just email me. Again, schedule my healing at gmail.com. I can send you a link to purchase it. Um, but basically with goal setting, there's a thing called an abundance guide and they literally go through um, different parts um, of doing that. I don't know if you were specifically talking about finances, but in regards to finances, which most people make goals for that, um, there is like, you know, do you feel safe with abundance? There's affirmations that need to be cleared and that your body believes fully. You also need to create an abundance goal, which basically is like, how much money do you want to make? How much time do you want to put into it? And then lastly is like, is there anything that you want to preserve no matter how busy you get? And then check the percentage on it. That's a, it's a sample. Um, you can actually do that with anything. You can say, what, how much time do you want to put into this goal? What is the goal? And what do you want to preserve? Have no money attached to it, Ashley. And then check the percentage on that. So hopefully that helps. And then, and then once you check the percentage, you can have a body code practitioner move that up. So if it's 47%, if you move it to 100%, now your body fully believes it. Uh, Teresa Gumont, uh, thank you. Uh, she's an amazing practitioner. So these, all these people are, again, just becoming practitioners or the transformational coaches, all part of the Inside Out program. Um, she felt self-sabotage and self-love. Again, I love myself unconditionally. Very, very powerful session. Another session would be any imbalances that are causing me to not love myself more. And then keep digging until you feel like you're not negatively talking about yourself. Now, can you, the, the reason why I like the, are there any imbalances question is because it's never ending. See, there's levels of self-love. 
there's levels of abundance. If I were to ask 10 years from now after, who knows, 3,000 healings on myself and say, hey, are there any more imbalances that I can release in regards to abundance? I would, you're, it's crazy, but my body would say, yes, there's, there's always more work to do. And, um, you know, what is abundant really? I mean, there's different levels of it, you know? And so self-sabotage, it's, it's a, it's a, that is a real thing. You can just say, are there any imbalances that are preventing me from self-sabotage? And there's a ton of them. Uh, you could be getting triggered with idea allergies, which is like, those are, those are energies that basically mean like, um, it's an, it's an energy that protects you from the past repeating itself. So you could be allergic to a certain idea. So you get triggered as you start moving forward in life. And so removing idea allergies would probably be a good idea or despair anchors, you know, like it's like a negative statement that your body wants to be true. Like nothing ever works out for me. It's like, that's a despair anchor. So you're like looking for that to be true. And because it may be strong and there's energies behind it, all of a sudden it's very easy for you to kind of sabotage yourself. That's a great question, Teresa. So, um, Melissa, disembodied spirits, how to get rid of them, not attract them in the first place. So, uh, Melissa was asking about spirits and, um, um, basically they, they call them like entities. Um, and I guess the new body code system doesn't like really want you to go into like, are they evil? Or are they not evil? Are they, um, you know, it doesn't really, really care about that. It's just any type of entity, probably not, you don't want it connected to you. Uh, the main thing is continue doing high vibrational frequency things. For example, um, eating high vibrational food, um, meditation, prayer, reading a good book, spiritual book, doing energy healing, uh, exercising, just doing high frequency things uh, kind of puts a block on these guys because what happens is the only reason why these entities attach to you is because some of their energies inside of them resonate with you. So you're kind of like, you guys have similar energies. So if you're like, oh man, I've, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't want to be here anymore. That's called the no will to live energy. Yeah, there's probably a lot of um, depressed entities that would love to connect with you since you have an energy very similar to them. So, um, and as you do more emotion code work, uh, the less reactive you will be. It's very key guys. The, the, one of the, the major things about after you do a lot of emotion code work is you become less reactive, which is good. You don't want to, you don't want to swim in negative energies. You want to tap into it. Maybe it's like a signal, but don't swim in it like an, or like get, get stuck in like a tar pit. And, um, if you don't stay in a tar pit, then maybe a lot of the things that you create won't stick. See, trapped emotions, they're not supposed to be trapped. The, the emotions are supposed to flow through your skin and leave your body. Um, the only reason why they get trapped is due to the fact that you um, they were very concentrated, which means you're very reactive still, you see? So the end game of the emotion code body code, if you do enough of it, is you become less and less reactive, which means you'll probably trap less and less things. And then if you're maintaining your conscious side, that's what the you versus you is all about, then you tend to have less gravitate, less pull uh, for entities to attach to you. And how to get rid of them, you know, you can say, in the name of the creator, I command you to leave me alone and to never bother me again. Um, or you can say, in the name of the creator, I command you to leave me alone and I send you to the light. There's, there's like, those are the two ways you can do it. Um, you don't need to wait for a practitioner to do that. If you feel super depressed, and if you do a sway test, is there an entity attached to me? And you sway forward, that'd be a good time to just 
go in there and just release it. Now, the best, best way to do it is to have a practitioner remove the things that attracted it in the first place because there is a probability it may come back due to the fact that you still have that energy, but that doesn't mean you can't get rid of it without removing that. And there is a possibility they might not come back. So, um, but like I said, you do have the power to do it. A child has the power to cast out an entity and uh, it's a beautiful thing. So you can do it in the name of the creator. You can do it in the name of Jesus Christ. You can do it in the name of um, the universe, whatever kind of uh, fits your faith or whatever you believe in, but uh, it is po- possible to cast them out. Um, now we're going to uh, Susanna Van Grunen. Uh, total career change from analytical to healing practices. How to change your mindset, overcome fears. Um, she's in the San Francisco Bay Area. She's um, working on a motion code certification. Great. Well, congratulations, Su- uh, Susanna. I'm glad you're doing that. And um, yeah, definitely the best way to do it is I know you're participating in the Advanced Healer Success course. Uh, there's certain books that will be recommended in that course. And um, also, um, the one of the reasons with the advanced healer success course that that compass healing provides is that six of the sessions are healing so it's not all about training it's almost like training is the gears but then you want the like the oil like you know the um the fluid to make the gears work uh you definitely want to have that and so that's why the people who are very intelligent go hey i need 12 sessions six sessions training six sessions healing and you know, what is going on with changing your other bad philosophies with starting a business Do a body code session? Are there bad, um, are there any fears that I have in becoming a very successful practitioners? You might want to do that as a body code session. So the more specific you get, the better. Um, usually when I do start with someone new, Susanna, I give them the whole healer success guide up front. So I tell them to do, to read the whole, all the whole PDF training module one, two, three, four. And then they, um, I think it's up to like six or seven or eight. But while you're reading it, trust me, some goosebumps may come up or your eyes might get big while you're reading it and say, hey, uh, that makes me kind of nervous to do that. So that would be a good healing session right there, you know, or all of a sudden you're reading train module two and this this cloud of unworthiness shows up. And you're like, I don't know if I can even do this. I don't even know. Like, you know, did I make the right move, you know? Um, there could be some indecisiveness going on. There could be worthiness stuff going on. So it's kind of like as you read, almost if, almost as if you look at the map of where you're headed, all the hills and mountains you're probably going to experience through the training, you can start already writing some notes about what healing should be done. Hopefully that helps out. And Suzanne, she, she said, um, how to cultivate a good relationship with money. Again, I would read the book. There, there's so many money books out there. You Were Born Rich by Bob Proctor. Um Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, uh, you know how to be a how to be a billionaire. Uh, there's so many books like that. Um, also, uh, there's a book called Money by Tony Robbins. So there's different things. I would just find any book you can on money. And then also, I would go through like some abundance guide sessions and see like you know what philosophies your body doesn't it rubs you the wrong way. So think of like statements of money that you're like, yeah, I don't believe that. You can even go on Google and look up like 100 money affirmations and then highlight the ones that rub you the wrong way. That's a good place to start. Also, um you can say, you know, are there bad beliefs I have about money? You can also say, do I feel safe with financial abundance? 
You know, you may not feel safe. That's always my favorite place to go is do you feel safe? And so hopefully this answers some questions for you guys. I'm glad I got to uh, do this for you. And uh, feel free to send me a message back on Anchor if you got something out of this. You know, I, can, I always listen to your messages. I also respond to your messages uh, if you leave one on Anchor. And um, if you have any questions at all or anything, uh, again, also about the Inside Out Institute or you're looking for a session or something like that, you can always, uh, again, email my wife, schedule my healing. Uh, at gmail.com. Her name is Jessica. Uh, she's actually a, she's going to be a body code practitioner um, coming up this month. And so we're excited. We're excited to um, help more people out there. And I'll just end my podcast with this. You know, the world has a false notion where I'll take care of you if you take care of me. But the reality is, is if we just take care of ourselves, then we can officially take care of our home. We can take care of the city which will then affect the city. We can change the country and then we can change the world. And so with that, uh, it was great answering these questions for you. Hopefully you gained value. Again, you can send me a voice message on Anchor here if there's anything that you want me to talk about or if you have questions, I'd love to help out. And also, um, I look forward to doing the next podcast, which should be coming in the next two days. Uh, I will be doing more interviews too with some top healers out there so you guys can get other healing modalities to help you along your journey because it is very important to heal the healer, whether you're a transformative coach or you're, uh, or if you're a businessman, if you're a stay-at-home mom, you're, you're a healer. If you're a, even if you're a mom and you know nothing about energy healing, you're a healer. You help out your kids all the time. You're breathing life into them. But are you healing the healer? Uh, you, who are you taking care of yourself? That's what this podcast is all about is taking care of yourself with any type of energy healing modality that's out there to benefit you the most or how you can benefit from the emotion code body code specifically in your life. So with that, um, much love to everyone here and I look forward to talking to you soon. Have an amazing day.